the year. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, hello, oh, everyone. Hi, Brad. How? <laughs> hi, Kyle. How's How your are summer? You? <laughs> how's your summer? Wait, well, how's it go? I really didn't want any drama this summer. Nope. Um, how was your summer by the beach with your boyfriend? How'd that work out for you? Lauren didn't go to Paris. She's going to always be known as the girl who didn't go to Paris. Do you regret that decision? Always be known as the girl who didn't go to peace with me. <laughs> that is not sure we went eight times. That's true. At least. At least. That I remember. Oh, um, um, Hi, Brad. Hey, what's up? Oh, nothing. It's been... It's been a while? Is that oh. what you were going to say? <laughs> no. Great. It and has been a while. It has been a while. Um, well, you asked how my summer was. My summer was great. How was yours? Um, emotionally volatile and awful. <laughs> and humid? And humid. Oh, great. Yeah. Um, I saw the Jonas Brothers, so... I, like, mostly went to the gym and was depressed. Oh, you at the gym? <laughs> Never seen it. It's not... There's no evidence of it anywhere. <laughs> It's fine. It's been a transformative year. I just turned 30 if anyone didn't listen to the domination episode. That is true. Um, and I feel like my entire worldview has shifted or whatever. But also a lot of things have happened mm-hmm. in um, our world. Well, you turned 30 and I lost 30 pounds. That's true. Mm-hmm. Wow. I don't know if you can tell in this podcast. I, yes. Do I, I sound skinnier? His voice sounds skinnier. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even see your voice right now. <laughs> Um, wow yeah so that happened that happened anything else happened i don't really that's about it right (laughs) you know it's been a year that's for sure it's been a year it's been complicated Mm -hmm. um an elephant in the room and it's not me and it's also not the 2008 vmas promo (laughs) (laughs) we literally are right back in that moment true um so uh, it's been down and up and down and up and down for our queen, the one that we've dedicated this entire podcast to, has arguably had the most, vol- why do I keep saying volatile? It's been a turbulent year for Miss Spears and her fans and her family and everyone in her yeah, circle. Everywhere. Yeah. All right. Well, before we jump into everything and you and I say our piece of, of me. me. We want to catch everyone up to speed because there's been a lot that's happened. There's a really good article that came out in September in the LA Times. It's a really quick read and it does a really good job of presenting everything in a very objective way, which I like. They don't present any opinion. It's Mm -hmm. just what had happened. Mm -hmm. So in that fashion of what had happened, we're just going to quickly run through an objective timeline to get you guys up to speed with some of the events that have happened since our last episode here. Right. So as we all know on, well, as Bradley would know specifically, uh, Domination was canceled back in January on January 5th. My birthday. (laughs) 30th birthday. Which um, was done via an Instagram post, and we've already discussed that on here. A small meltdown episode. The title of that episode is called Domination Cancellation, and it's about the cancellation of domination. Right. The, the, <laughs> the concept the for concept the episode is, is basically, basically the cancellation of domination. Yes. The concept for the video circus is basically about, you know, a circus. January, February, March, Brittany is MIA. She is not paparazzied. No Instagrams. She completely goes radio silent on everything. And then on April 2nd, in what has been, 
I would say one of the weirdest coincidences Mm -hmm. in my adult life. (laughs) We posted an episode and we go to bed and the next morning on April 3rd, a bunch of things happen. So that's when we get the me time post. Mm -hmm. A lot of people thought it was in some way a response to us posting that poster that said, where is Britney Spears? And the episode, where is Britney Spears? The timing was coincident. It was like episode published, where is Britney Spears? Mm -hmm. Boop, here's where I am. And she's like, hey, I'm here. And then the TMZ alert came in and it just sort of... It was about a 45 minute stretch of happiness to, oh no. Actually though, like, oh my God, she noticed us. Yeah. (laughs) And then I was like, oh no, 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 no. Oh no, oh no, oh no. That's exactly what happened. Uh, And it's kind of funny too. And we joke with each other now that anytime (laughs) we're going to do something, there's always going to be, well, (laughs) that some kind of story comes out. Yeah. So honestly, we're probably going to publish this episode. And 45 minutes later, they're going to announce that piece of me is going to be on Mars back on. (laughs) And she does an Instagram saying, thank you to the fans who stuck by me and fuck Kyle and Bradley for not bitch podcast. I hate them so much. (laughs) That's absolutely going to happen. Yeah. I just, I give up. I it's yeah. (laughs) Anyway, she posts the, the me time Mm -hmm. update. And then we learn from the TMZ update that actually she's in a, treatment center and at that point a lot of the fans are questioning if that's even her posting Mm -hmm. for those of you who don't think i post my own videos i did this video yesterday so you're wrong but i hope you like it yeah so we also discussed that Mm -hmm. in an episode about me time called me time Time. and you and i had both agreed at that point that we were pulling the brakes on this and we were going to step back for a while and just sort of let this unfold and i honestly think that is where we perhaps goofed because we did not properly communicate that you and I mutually felt that this was getting too invasive for our liking. We were burnt out. We did not want to do this. Things only escalated a week after we made that decision. Right. On April 16th is when the infamous Free Britney podcast episode Mm -hmm. dropped by a podcast called Britney's Graham that quite literally took the internet by storm it sure it was did. on i mean it was on oh no they didn't it trended on twitter this is a podcast episode it's called free britney if you would like to pause this and listen to it yourself and a listener left a voicemail on this podcast and they published it in this voicemail there are a series of pretty heavy allegations that are made and i'm just going to quickly run through some of them and we should say the voicemail is from allegedly is from a paralegal for an attorney that worked with britney's conservatorship yes so he starts out by saying quote i used to be a paralegal for an attorney that worked with britney's conservatorship he says that britney allegedly was not taking her medication that jamie spears her father had canceled domination because of britney not taking medication that Jamie Spears, her father, forced Britney into the mental health facility, that Britney was in the mental health facility longer than what was said in the Instagram post, and that Britney allegedly did not want to go to treatment. So all that information is allegedly. And in the interest of fairness, just to present other information that has come out since then, because this was back in April that this was published, in September in the LA Times, the reporter that was investigating this says, quote, 
The podcaster said they confirmed the source's identity and his alleged position at the firm. The Times could not independently verify that the voicemail was authentic or that the claims were true. We're not here to tell anyone what to think. We're just trying to... And we ourselves are trying to decide what to think. Right. And we're going to each go into our own thoughts about this whole situation. But just for now, we're just, you know, catching the girls up to speed. And then at the end of April, we have April 23rd, which is the day where both Brittany and Jamie Lynn published pretty lengthy Instagram posts. Um, They each posted a video. Brittany posted a video of herself. Hi guys, just checking in with all of you who are concerned about me, all is well. My family has been going through a lot of stress and anxiety lately, so I just needed time to deal. But don't worry, I'll be back very soon. And she says, in probably what is her longest Instagram caption of all time, she says, quote, I wanted to say hi because things that are being said have just gotten out of control. Wow. There's rumors, death threats to my family and my team, and just so many things, crazy things being said. I am trying to take a moment for myself, but everything that's happening is just making it harder for me. Don't believe everything you read and hear. These fake emails everywhere were crafted by Sam Lutfi years ago. I did not write them. He was pretending to be me and communicating with my team with a fake email address. My situation is unique, but I promise I'm doing what's best at this moment. Lotus emoji, lotus emoji, lotus emoji. You may not know this about me, but I am strong and stand up for what I want. Your love and dedication is amazing, but what I need right now is a little bit of privacy to deal with all the hard things that life is throwing my way. If you could do that, I would be forever grateful. Love you. Heart, heart, heart. And almost immediately after Brittany publishes this Instagram, we get one from Jamie Lynn as well. Hers was, and I know I'm not trying to put a uh, spin on this, but I would say it was more aggressive. Yeah. it was. Is that fair to say? Uh, sassy. Yes. As she, we know her to be. Yes. She posted the video, which we've talked about way back yes. in an old episode. A, a video we loved. At the, Love yes, yes. this video. Um, it is a video. She is with Brittany. They are swarmed. And there's a woman screaming at them to move out, get out. No one wants you here. And Jamie Lynn cusses this woman out. Insert audio. <laughs> Nobody wants you in this neighborhood! <laughs> She posts this video, which is the first time where she's ever acknowledged that. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Happening, maybe? I think so. I think so. Yeah. And her caption reads, 10 years ago, who was there? I have been here long before anyone else, and I'll be here long after. I love my sister with everything I have, so anyone or anything that speaks to the contrary can GTFOH with all of the comments about what you don't understand. Do not come for me or the ones I love anymore. You can move the blank out of here with all that. Just like this other lady who was running her mouth. Bye emoji. (laughs) It's it's funny because in the two posts, they are saying the same thing. Mm -hmm. Britney's is just sweet and... (laughs) Yeah. And asking for Lotus respect. emoji versus buy emoji. And this is, yeah, this yeah. is like, I'm going to. And then didn't she post an Instagram story of her? It was like a girl with like a Holding shotgun. A gun. Yeah. And she's like mood. Yeah. And I was like, oh, she's mad. She's mad, mad. Yeah. 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 And I think the other note for those of you who are not on social media to sort of paint a picture for you guys is while all of this is coming out in news outlets mm-hmm. and playing out on Instagram in parallel to all of this is when the fan community is also starting to build theories and 
there were a lot of Twitter threads and... Mm -hmm. uh, Some fans have stitched together various moments since, for the record, let's say, of her seeming to voice um, unhappiness or seeming to address the conservatorship. And then there's just the very basic, shouldn't this woman be able to be herself mentality. So they, a lot of them are like doing their own investigative research into why this is in place. I would say the the voicemail really kicked it off. Once there was a hint that perhaps she was unhappy, all bets were off. And mm -hmm. family members were all being spammed with like comments like help her, save her. Like there was a hysteria. It was a it was an utter hysteria that the worst possible thing was happening to her. That also cooked up all of the conspiracy theories, which I'm not here to say whether any of it is true or false, but they start saying Jamie Lynn's in on it and, and her boyfriend's in on it and everyone's on this in this conspiracy to keep her controlled and the the conspiracy started with us because we went silent and therefore we were complicit we were in on it with her team and we got dragged by a significant <laughs> number of people on social media that are in the Britney community this was not just one or two people no it was not and it wasn't one day. No, it was weeks. Weeks. My mentions were a fucking wreck. My DMs were a disaster. And keep in mind, this is all because we decided to respect her personal life. We should have communicated, yes, that we hit a wall with how much we wanted to invade her life. And that we chose for ourselves that we did not want to explore this any further. Right. And that we're not judging people who do. Everyone has a different has a different idea of what they want to do or need to do for this person. But we felt that that was enough. It really just goes to a place of conspiracy that I, I just fully checked out of. Everyone in my life advised me, except for one crazy ex, that I should not respond to what was starting to be said about us because it would only fuel the flames. Both you and I had some clapbacks at that time. It didn't go well. Yes, I will confess that I did clap back on a few people and I do regret it because yeah. ultimately it's not productive. It turned into like us versus them and this yeah, like yeah. war. And I'm like, I don't want to be right here. I just want Brittany to be okay and everything to be fine. It doesn't matter if I'm right or wrong. This has nothing to do with me. Right. This isn't like a competition. No, not it's not. It's funny. I go into anxiety mode and you go into angry mode when these things happen. Uh, call it out. Yeah. yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm I mean, from I'd New rather Jersey. Go into I'd rather go into angry mode because that is so much more empowering than what I often do, which is just like start to shut down and dissociate. And like, yeah. one of the funniest parts is I'm like having a breakdown in front of my father and um, <laughs> I, I shouldn't be sharing this, but I haven't <laughs> been to a therapist yet. Um, <laughs> he like takes, I was like, just look. And so I go on Twitter and I'm like, just look. And he scroll, scroll, scroll. He's scrolling, he's scrolling, he's scrolling. He stops and he goes, well, this one's not so mean. <laughs> <laughs> like, dad, that doesn't help. But it's like hilarious now, but it really was not at the time at all. It wasn't just you and me. No. It was any fan who said something. There, there was opposite. a whole there was a whole train of don't believe TMZ. TMZ is getting paid off by Jamie Spears. 
May 23rd, oh, TMZ yeah. posts Britney Spears now part of free Britney movement. And there are no direct quotes. There's nothing to back this up. But mind you, the spectators and whatever were like kicked out when, when she wanted to talk business. Yeah, no press has been. Right. All of a sudden, everyone's like, see? And they're all like linking to a TMZ article. And I'm like, weren't you all just saying this is fake news bought out by Jamie Spears like, until just now? This is our D-Day. <laughs> Because we both woke up to it. like it was yesterday. Um, I'm, I do need therapy after this day. Um, a flood of messages just being like, clown. There was a lot of clown. Oh <laughs> yeah. oh Hi, clown. Hey, clown. Just like dragging, canceling, just you're over, sis. Just- I remember this day very specifically because I was at work the night before until like three in the morning. Yeah. I remember all our equipment was down. I didn't get to sleep till five. I took ZQuil, not sponsored. And I remember waking up at noon the next day and there were dozens of text messages, dozens of notifications from Tweetbot. My immediate reaction was someone died. Yeah. Like I immediately woke up and was like, someone died. And I opened it up and it's like, well, how do you feel about it now? Yeah. And it just ripping me to shreds in my mentions and i was like what the fuck happened and i'm like opening my text messages then i see the text messages from you and it was at like eight in the morning so for literally four or five hours i am past the fuck out and have no idea what is going on and i'm getting dragged on twitter i'm crying while you're sleeping (laughs) literally i'm crying yeah (laughs) so that's a good day do you have your taken zequel no have you taken melatonin no i don't i know i know i need to but. <laughs> well, for those of you who have, you know, when you first wake up and you have no idea what day it is, imagine waking up and seeing just nonstop personal insults on your phone the first thing you wake up in the morning. I was like, is it Tuesday? Oh, and I look like Chucky. Got it. Great. <laughs> morning. I will get into it when we get into it, but it changed the way that I yeah. operate on social media Me too. forever. Yeah. We've had some space where we can kind of laugh about it. I still need professional help probably but like the most insane thing is if we just tweeted a fucking hashtag none of it would have happened and all of our positioning has always been we're not against the movement we're just not we're not comfortable enough to say definitively yes to things because so far it hasn't been proven enough a lot of the allegations it just hasn't and like our 2007 episode when we talked about blackout we are in the middle of a situation but unlike that time when we didn't have social media we do now so everything is amplified and there's news and fake news being propagated all over yeah and it just causes a lot of confusion and anger and misdirected anger and i think a lot of people don't understand what's happening and we definitely can't say for sure we know what's happening we had social media back and that time frame, like 06, 07, Right, 08. like prehistoric Facebook. Right? It was like when and you could only my be MySpace bulletins. Yeah. My, oh, my God. I loved MySpace bulletin. I loved Lindsay I loved MySpace bulletin. causing drama. Right. With like sub. That was the original subtweet, by the way. Oh, absolutely. I know I just went on like a side tangent. But like, did you ever used to make subtweet, not subtweets, but like sub MySpace bulletins about people? Uh, I d- no, I did not. Oh. So <laughs> that's just Oh, I thought of all people you, you would. <laughs> Um, I did plenty sub live journal entries though. Oh, right. Yeah. I was a live thing. journal girl. And, uh, let me tell you, I really went in, in the most indirect way about my friends and, uh, I really got them. I think, <laughs> um, definitely, 
definitely realize why I was bullied in school. Anyway. Um, <laughs> but my point being that like things were slower online yeah. back then. Like you didn't get the news right away and people couldn't really chime in. Yeah. It just was. There's more outlets now. There's more opinions than ever. Reporters. Reporters. Accessibility. And there's also more dubiousness. We have the era of fake news. And that's why, you know, throughout this year, you'd go on the fan sites and they'd say TMZ isn't reliable. Now it is reliable. And this story is true. And that's not true. And her post is not from her. And now it's from her. It's wild. It was, it is the most contradicting experience. It just, it doesn't really jive with facts. Right. While we're in the center of the eye of the storm or in the middle of something, as I keep saying, the few sparse times I've talked about what's happening, I've just said we're in the middle of something because that's how it kind of feels. Like, it is what it is. You know, when we did the podcast, we're reflecting on a decade ago, the things that in retrospect we were able to talk about. But at the time, we didn't understand what was happening or what was around the corner then. And now, you know, every day you and I talk about, we always want to say something people want a response to things and then the next day there's a new Instagram post or a new court date or a new news post that you know disproves the other thing that people are saying and it's really maddening and it's like I I mean I said this we said this in our like initial thing we started this podcast to talk about her career inevitably her personal life is part of it and admittedly we did talk about the conservatorship and and all of that especially towards the end and we've now crossed over into this whole year has been solely about her personal life really and family drama. And it's been uncomfortable because we achieved our initial goal of going through the 20 years of her career. And then there was such a sharp pivot because of an unexpected series of events. You know, we ultimately went quiet when we decided to go quiet, things heated up to a fever pitch about her whereabouts. You know, we did the, where is she? Then she posts. And then it was just the spiral of everything. But when we went quiet, I think there was some concern that, you know, we were involved in something that maybe oh. <laughs> oh, there there he is. Oh. <laughs> There's Jamie. <laughs> oh my God, no. Uh, Cancel that part. Um <laughs> You know, you gotta laugh. Like, I get it. You gotta laugh it off. Um yeah, that's him. Um there was concern that maybe we were being silenced or like threatened in any way because there were headlines that some people were. Um, because of the things that they were saying on social media and stuff. That's not the case for us. That was never the case. Yeah, I mean, we were supposed to be originally, we we had planned to be done with the podcast at the end of 2018. Like our big (laughs) uh, New Year's post was going to be discussing 2018 at the end of 2018, and we were going to sign off. That was the original plan. And we wound up extending it just because we got feedback from listeners saying, you know, just do once a week. We never intended to have this podcast be a weekly podcast never and we didn't intend to react to current events the problem is that by the time our 2018 i guess post went live she hadn't spoken in like three months or so so we did the where is britney post because everyone else was asking and then the news just totally spiraled and and has continued to i think some people were like frustrated with us for not because they became invested in our opinions fairly mm-hmm. about what was happening with her. And then we just went quiet on them and that's fair. But I, I hope that people understand that the reason that we're not commenting on it is that it is something that is in progress. And I'm really just, I'm so tired of the guessing game. I'm tired of guessing who is quote in on it or which source is reliable. Like 
it feels like a never ending Pandora's box of like what the situation is. I don't know. You don't know. The other thing I really have wanted to address for months is that unfortunately, I think in the span of the podcast, we established that we eventually made some connections through her team, through the music side of it, emphasis on the music side of it. You know, like I did that flop documentary that never came out and I was able to do like a first listen of a glory song and stuff. And I think that put in some people's minds that I am much more connected than I actually am, especially when we were talking about, we had heard rumblings that of her relationship with her father. These are things that come from label friends, entertainment journalist friends, industry friends. This is not, I'm not in her living room. I'm not in her house with her tiny couches and lightsabers. I don't know what her life is like. Genuinely, I do not know that human being. Despite how much we act like we know her, we literally have no idea. We think we know. I don't know her inner circle at all. And I unfortunately think because of that episode and other episodes in which we make it clear that we've like had some connections on an industry level, I think some people thought that we're hiding something or that we know something. And I sort of get it just because of the way that we are talking, you know, like I eventually was able to do some music things, but that is so far removed from her personal life. I have no idea what goes on there. And that's, I think that's what happened in for a small degree of people is like, because I've done music things on a very surface level connection, surely I must be hiding something or like worried that my connection might be affected if I say something, but like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't, I don't, that wasn't, that wasn't ever something that crossed my mind. The only reason I don't want to speak out is because I am really confused. I know something has felt off for 12 years. Welcome to the podcast, the 18-year-olds who were born during fucking blackout who have an opinion. We were there first. Bye. Um, <laughs> I'm a little, I will, I'm like slightly peeved by the teens who were like just joining the conversation who like, we've been on this road since 98. Anyway. We grew up through that. We also, like, the way that we talk about those things then is so radically different than now. But right. anyway. To your point about the hearsay yeah. and stuff, yes. which listening back to that episode, I believe it was the domination cancellation episode that you said that. Yeah. I could understand in context how someone could take it both ways because it was vague. Yeah. But the reality is that it was so vague and that's where it ends, like, there's no Literally. more like somebody vaguely told me that they've heard right about their like strained relationship, which, you know, we had always seen in like bits and pieces ever since for the record. And the context of that statement changed right. obviously as things progressed. Right. And people were like, Oh, did he know more? Right. And you're like, no, no that's, that's literally the end of the sentence. Yeah. Like, and I think too, for us, yeah. you know, we're going not to date us and age us, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> We're a decade in, both of us, uh-huh. into the entertainment industry. Right, right. I started as an intern at MTV Networks, and then they hired me. I worked on RuPaul's Drag Race. And most recently, for the past almost four years now, I've worked for Andy Cohen on his show, Watch What Happens Live, which is on Bravo. And we all know he hosted the Britney Jean listening party back in 2013, and he knows I'm a huge Britney fan. So he told me that whole story. And, you know, if I wanted to, I could like share it on here, but I don't feel it's my place to share his story. I don't know. Maybe we could like get him on here to like tell the story. 
But my point being, over many, many, many years, you hear things. People talk. Right. People talk. The people behind the scenes. doesn't always make it true. Doesn't make it true, but assistants, the celebrities themselves, people talk about what they've heard on the scene. Mm -hmm. That's just what we do. Like, in between interviews and shit like that right. like it's that is as far as my connection goes and it's all hearsay i tell everyone this mariah carey mm-hmm. she has such a reputation of being a quote diva yeah and i tell people she is the nicest funniest person she's just a little late right she can be late if she wants to be yeah but she's so fucking funny Mm -hmm. and so nice and And so everyone's experience is their experience it's very possible people have had shitty experiences with mariah just like because we are human and inherently flawed and think of all the grinder hookups who have had shitty experiences with you (laughs) (laughs) you know what that would explain some of the one star reviews um (laughs) i actually though probably honestly there's some revenge there um I, I, I've been completely thrown off <laughs> now. Um, I just had to throw that out oh there. God. Exposed. I, I mean, same could be said about me. Seriously, some of your yeah. stories that have never been exposed God. yet. No, I have exposed some of them. That's true. The time the guy had a gun. Right. Oh, that's on my YouTube channel. Go there if you're you want just to learn that story. You're just usually injured in some way with your stories. <laughs> Yes. Anyway, we're we're digressing. What were we talking about? Uh, oh, hearsay. Hearsay. Yeah. Gossip. I'm not going to make excuses for the way people felt about us. No, at it the was time. like we said before, worst timing ever. Worst timing ever. Vague context. Yeah, and, and a we lesson just learned for the two of us. That, honestly, like, yeah. Because uh, I didn't think anything of it. Right. Until months go by, and I'm like, oh, actually, now listening back to this, mm-hmm. it does sound like Brad knows more than, but yep. I know that he doesn't. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Because the other reality, too, is for people, I, the only interaction that I've had with Team Brittany is they sent me a Brittany Jean tote once <laughs> with a typewritten, like, quote, thank you that was, like, obviously so fake. Right. That's like the extent of it for me. I'm not scared of Jamie Spears because there's nothing in this podcast that is defamatory. I know the I know the laws. Oh boy. Um, I've only been given a cease and desist once, <laughs> and it was valid. Um, I was given a cease and desist from Countess Luann, icon, Real Housewife of New York, and she was 100% correct. Right. Because of personality rights, I was selling a T-shirt with her face on it. Well, an illustration of her. Right. And in that moment, I learned that you are not allowed to do that. The only team I'm on is hers, and that is specifically just her. I want what's happiest and best for her. I don't know what that looks like because nobody's speaking. She has never really said anything except for For the Record, which was very dark. And then she's had like a resurgence, and it seems like she's happy again. I don't know. All I do is support, (laughs) and I try to do my best and go to the gym and just go to the gym post photos in the mirror all right <laughs> but we're neither scared of them nor immediately going to accuse anyone of anything i'm listening to everything oh I, i'm listening yeah, chained text chain. well we do have a text chain of all the updates of course i don't think it makes me a bad person that i'm not in the front lines declaring anything definitively true based on a situation that is inherently private. I think that is my biggest thing. There are fundamental facts about this whole thing that the public has not been made privy to. 
And that is why it's so frustrating to form an educated opinion about it, because we have not been given access to all the information required to make an informed judgment. Yes, there are a lot of pieces that we don't like about this that feel wrong, that seem wrong. But I also feel we are only seeing something from the outside. I'm not dissing anybody, but me personally, I have chosen to back off because I feel that at a certain point it is invasive and I am watching from the sidelines and getting all the details. There've been plenty of headline, <coughs> plenty of headlines, oh. Oh, correct. <laughs> plenty of headlines in like trying to do investigative journalism around this. And it feels like a fucking iron wall. Every piece that comes out, nothing new comes of it. We all know it's all the same. It's all the same information. There was, I remember there was a big one around uh, Glory, like, what, mm-hmm. is Britney Spears ready to stand on her own? And the thing is, it keeps it keeps coming up again because it still exists. The same article's been written about 20 times about yeah. this thing. So it's not like they're ignoring the, the situation either. It's just there's documents and medical records and things that we are just inherently not made privy to that complicate the whole situation for me. Right. I think almost all Britney fans agreed at that time that the conservatorship when it was first signed in 2008 was a good thing at that time to protect her from people who were trying to worm their way into her life. We had had ups and downs for the 12 years of the conservatorship also where we were like, she's great. She's really bad. She's awesome. She's the best she's ever looked glory. And then all of a sudden we're like in a complete state of panic. Only two years ago we were like, Oh my God, this is, three years ago we were like she's in her glory yeah she really was in her glory so and then it's like she's never been allowed a phone she's never been allowed anything and it's like uh well first of all the phone thing was crazy because we'd always had paparazzi pictures of her with phones through the years some people are pretty definitive with their statements about all that when i'm like are you in her home do you know how she what she has access to like definitively it confuses me how some of the fans spoke as though they knew exactly what she could and couldn't do besides the legal paperwork of what it says. Right. Cause and, she definitely has a phone. Yeah. And well, certainly we know now with all the videos she's been posting every day. Yeah. And I personally do believe it's her on Instagram. Yeah. Um, and also too, with the driving, that was the other thing too, was where it's like, yeah, yeah. there's photos of her driving. Yeah. She has been out and about recently yeah. driving behind the wheel. Yeah. So to me, that screams that she has the opportunity. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she just doesn't want to. Like, if someone's going to chauffeur you around, yeah. I don't know. It's like... And I also feel like I want to believe, and if I'm wrong, then fine. I am just a fan. I want to believe that her friends and family around her, her closest circle, have her best interests in mind. And that ultimately whatever needs to be done for her best safety and happiness is being done. And if it's not being done that then the forces are already at work to change it. Like that's always been my thing. I want to believe that I don't know enough to like be the one who has to spearhead a movement. I mean, I think that's fair for me. Once I saw theories being spread as factual information for me, I personally did not want to add to the noise. If other people want to, that's... Your prerogative. Their prerogative. <laughs> I'm not saying that it's bad. Right. I'm just saying for me... For me. And then I see Brittany and Jamie Lynn going out and saying, leave us alone. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Like, I didn't even feel comfortable 
commenting on her posts or like sharing her posts for the longest time because yeah. I felt like I think people notice like I did not post about Britney for like three months right I just didn't it doesn't feel right didn't feel right no I and I didn't want as a like for me as a fan I didn't want to do it and no. that's just and for the record reference uh, not intended but appreciated every post that you saw about free Britney every article they asked us for a quote because mm-hmm. we had reporters constantly asking what we thought of it as it was happening. But out of respect and out of feeling like we didn't want to add to the noise, we denied all of it. We didn't. There were like accusations that we wanted attention at the time. And yet we turned down everything that was like people wanted to ask us our opinion of the thing. And I didn't want to speak out about it. And the only reason that we're like coming out now is because it's been a while. Reference again, <laughs> not intended. <laughs> And we did eventually want to be like, so that just happened. But you and I are on like the complete same page about this whole thing. And I don't think we're alone by any means where it's like, yes, on paper, in general, we would like Britney to be quote unquote free. However, we understand that she is a global superstar with tons of money and tons of people trying to get at her. And she's had bad people in her life in the past. Even Sam just this year. I mean, that's something that happened again. Right, right. Him like coming up again. All that dust got kicked up and it was bad. Yeah. And I just feel like on paper, we want her to be quote unquote free. But I think her definition of it is different than the standard human. Like, unfortunately, she has a very different life than most any of us will ever imagine. Therefore, maybe there are structures in place for a reason. And if the conspiracies are truest to the maximum and the judge is in on it and the doctors are in it and everyone's like paid off and in on it, then it is the biggest scam of the 21st century. And it's a horrible, horrible situation that we won't know the extent of for years to come. We're, we're like trying to figure out what Andrew Wallet ducking out meant. And it's like, I don't fucking know. Like, <laughs> it probably came down to fucking family politics and everyone's in a seemingly in a weird place. And I'm just, I'm just not, that's not. And that I, and I think that's kind of where people have either, you know, given us support or uh, been very critical of us for not uh, hopping aboard the movement or, you know, being at the front lines where I'm like, I don't disapprove. I'm just like, I feel very weird making any definitive statements about this stuff. Yeah. And I want to, this is like something that has really been bothering me because I know that everyone's saying it's about getting her out of the conservatorship and all of that has been the big thing. Mm -hmm. But this all started when it was released by, I believe TMZ was the first to break it, that she was in a mental health treatment Mm -hmm. facility. Yeah. And the response to that news was free her. Yeah. So maybe I'm in the minority here, but when I heard the response from fans free Britney to the news that she was getting treatment for an unknown issue that has not been made public, it was just made public that she was in a mental health treatment facility. I found it really irresponsible and I felt like the free the word free Mm -hmm. was calling to have her released from treatment. And it was even actually said in the free Britney episode itself, numerous times, like we're going to free her from the mental health institution. That was the other thing that really bothered me was the word institution. Mm -hmm. There is such a negative stigma about mental health treatment in our society these days. Mm -hmm. There's words that demonize it. 
people were equating it to jail and being locked up and kidnapped and held against her will. And so for me, as someone who has struggled with my own mental health and depression, it really bothered me that that was the first response to this mm-hmm. and not we hope she's okay yeah, or that she's so brave because she's getting treatment or how courageous that she is, which a lot of other celebrities get that treatment mm-hmm. when they announce that they've been seeking treatment or help or been going to therapy. And for some reason with Brittany, this news react, this response was we need to free her and get her out of this mental health institution as if like, we're going to go pounding down the doors and get her out of this. And so, I mean, that's just my opinion. Like, that's just me personally. Yeah. And I will just say, and again, I might be in the minority and I don't care. It would have been so much easier for me to go online and just tweet free Britney and log out and call it a day. Mm -hmm. But I have loved ones in my life who are here today because a mental health treatment facility saved their life. So that is something that I've experienced in my life. So when I hear people talking about we need to get her out of treatment and we need to do this and we need to free her and all of that stuff, it really, like, it actually genuinely upsets me. Yep. And to that point as well, I have people, loved ones in my life, who have gone and received voluntary treatment, like, willingly gone. Mm -hmm. And I have friends that are on medication and I have loved ones that have been on medication temporarily and also permanently. And so this is something that I've personally had firsthand experience with and I just could not get the I don't know what word it would be but it felt wrong to say release her from treatment Mm -hmm. when we have no idea still to this day and we may not ever know for a long time I mean some people don't choose to disclose information like that for a while it's you know their privacy it's their story to tell Mm -hmm. I think about Mariah Carey who didn't reveal that she was bipolar until her most recent press cycle where she talked about, you know, finally opening up about it. Yep. So for me, I guess it was just harder to hear things like that said. And if you feel like I'm reaching or whatever, um, all I have to say is that one of the hardest phone calls to get is that a loved one is being held against their will. And so I've lived that experience and it's something that's really hard to, to hear. Mm -hmm. And so when I heard that Brittany was going through a similar thing, I just had nothing but compassion and empathy for her and just saying prayers and hoping for the best and hoping for her healing and, and all of that. So completely. And I think, sorry, not to get like too, no, I think that's serious. No, I very rarely get serious. You guys know, I know. Something that really struck me over the summer is when, and I'm not saying that she has this diagnosis, but Kanye did an interview talking about being bipolar. And he said that when he snaps, he doesn't believe anyone in his team. He accuses everyone of giving him medicine and things like that. And while I don't, I'm not accusing, I don't want to add theories, but it's like, there's just one instance of a mental illness that makes you an unreliable narrator and makes you think, things that are not necessarily fact who fucking knows you know there's there's plenty of mental illnesses where like you're not necessarily a reliable narrator of your own story i don't want to make all of these and this is why we're getting into the slippery slope but like i feel that that was obviously my reaction too and my problem with the conspiracy theories was that 
she never came out and said, no, I didn't need that or Mm -hmm. anything like that. So it was based on a feeling that she didn't need that. It was based on that alleged paralegal that that she didn't. Also, do I want to share this private of information? Like my experience in high school, like what happened to me? Like if you are having a bad day and you're going through it and you're in a dark place and you say like, I don't want to be here anymore. Mm -hmm. I just want this to all end. And then someone is alarmed by that and they think you're alluding that you want to commit suicide. Mm -hmm. And like, Mm -hmm. I don't mean to go dark and deep here. No, but but that's a hypothetical. Go for it. And in some places that can be enough to have someone put in treatment. Right. Exactly. Their will, which is, you know, we say like against their will. It's like, it may not be, willing something you want to do that you're happy about absolutely and i that's the thing that confuses me the most it's like how do you know definitively what led to that moment right is it something like you just said where it was that dark or was it something else we don't know and the not knowing is why i'm so confused because you don't know definitively this person's life i don't you don't we're not in her personal world enough to know exactly what triggered that and there, there's conspiracies, of course, that she was, you know, unwilling to do the show and things like that. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's in the same box of we don't fucking know yeah. what the answer is. So, like, to connect the dots and decide definitively it's because she was being unwilling to, like, do domination is, like, so irresponsible. Yeah. Like, speaking of domination, like, I remember one of the other things that really bothered me was fans sharing the rehearsal footage and saying, does this look like someone who has mental illness to you? And again, like for me, just looking at a 30 second clip of someone doing a dance routine doesn't paint a full picture. And there are so many people who struggle with their mental health and they still get up in the morning and they do what they have to do to provide for themselves, to provide for their families. Like, you can't just look at, I hated oh, that. someone's thriving in this video or they look amazing. You don't know. I mean, even like Ariana, like I feel like with her, you she's see on tour this. Like, and openly saying she is struggling. Right. And, and you're she's still going out to see her on tour. The music is good. And she's winning a Grammy. And she's the, arguably the biggest pop star right. in the world at the moment. And then she breaks down on stage. And I'm like... You never really know. It's so like Ariana is literally doing interviews saying that she drank away the last album and like was in pain and she's in pain touring and could not be more transparent about Mm -hmm. this like awful transformative experience after. And then she's putting on a happy face, as you said, going on tour because that's her job. Mm -hmm. She doesn't want to disappoint people. Right. So she's holding herself to this. I loathe the but she records albums and tours excuse for like, no. that means she can't also be going through hell. Like no, anyone who has a job knows that you can fake mm-hmm. that shit and then be an absolute mess at home. And I just, I resent that sentiment so much. That is a mentality of someone who is either not exposed or doesn't fully understand mental illness because it doesn't work like that. It, no. it doesn't mean that you can't pop into a studio and record something like you can still, do your creative jobs and your life and go to work and be a human and function and shit's going on. Right. It's not, I found it problematic that people were saying like, this isn't someone who needs treatment. Mm -hmm. Look at her. She's on fire. She's snatched. It's like, Oh my God, that doesn't mean shit. No. And you know, it's harder to say that on a tweet like to say this out loud all of this is so much easier to explain like your yeah. feelings because it's like obviously you have personal experiences and 
things that you want to say and comparisons you want to make and to paint a full picture of how we were feeling. And I know that you and I both were having similar personal experience. I mean, that's why we're such good friends is because we have very similar private personal life shit that we deal with. Mm -hmm. And part of me too. And I, I mean, maybe it's weird that I was thinking this, but I kind of was thinking, you know, where was this outcry in 2016? Oh, always. I'm always, I'm, I'm constantly thinking like, okay, you didn't have a problem when fucking, when you wanted the work bitch video. And also too, I feel like she had talked about it in 2016 and we got like that little bit of it from that unreleased right, part right. of that interview. Mm-hmm. And it was like, okay, she talked about it so nonchalantly mm-hmm. and then went on to do all of this incredible stuff all year long. I'm hearing all this like mild tea and it's all that she's driving the ship uh, yeah, through glory yeah. and like wanting to do this and wants to be back on top and wants to do this and that and work with, you know, all this stuff. And we saw it all happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like there was no hang up about it then. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it's like this big, huge issue. Yeah, She's never been happy. She's never been free. And it's like, I don't want to feel like we're just defending something that has always felt dubious to begin with mm-hmm. because things have come out consistently that make us feel uncomfortable. But right. About the conservatorship. Absolutely. Yeah. For me, it's two separate conversations. Yeah. And unfortunately it all happened at the same time. Is it possible that the conservatorship is no longer needed? Mm-hmm. 100%. And that's a conversation that I am willing and open to have. Unfortunately, there was also thrown into the mix that Brittany was getting treatment for Mm -hmm. something that's undisclosed, unfortunately, that we don't know. Mm -hmm. And these two things happened at the same time. So because Brittany's team is notoriously not transparent with everyone. (laughs) Notoriously. Which you add that into the mix, it is this perfect storm. Well, not perfect storm, but it is a It is a perfect storm of mess. And it all happened at the same time. Marie Kondo needs to get into this. Right. And that's another reason why, like, I felt uncomfortable saying free her yeah because for me when i hear that someone's receiving treatment that's not something that you want to even against their will even against their will honestly it took me months to kind of get to that point where i was like what is it that i even felt yeah like why was i so opposed to saying free her right and then i finally realized like through conversations with you it's like Mm -hmm. it bothered me because of my experiences with mental health treatment yeah personally and with people in my life that's where it came from. And it just was something that I probably at that time didn't want to share Yeah, on here and be like, Oh, well like I know what it feels like. And it, that wasn't something that I was comfortable sharing at the time. And t- let alone tweeting, like yeah. tweeting that is you can't explain anything in a fucking tweet. Just no. Well, I think video, we both learned that the hard way in, yeah. in our small efforts to like, well, at the end of the day, I feel like you can only do what you feel is right. That's fucking that's and it. That's ultimately all everything we're doing. is a lose lose in life. <laughs> because, but like really though. But no, th- but this is the win. If we for... had done, if we had done the opposite, yeah. it, like if I had, it would have felt wrong, and someone mm-hmm. would have said that we're exploiting a situation. Exactly. And we would have gotten tossed into the mix, and it would have been, it would have added to more of the chaos. And so, I just think. I stuck to my gut feeling the whole time. Yeah. And that's all you can do in life. That is all you can do Sometimes you're wrong. Sometimes you're not. But all you can do is what you think is best. A fucking man. That is exactly what it is. We were up against the wall of either having to 
fall in line and follow this story despite feeling like we don't have all the information. And this is going to be fan driven. This, this, the news coming to light is going to be because of the fans. Mm -hmm. There's undeniably an element of sadness to this whole story, but I just refuse to work in black and white and just say, it's this this way or that way. This is good. It's just what you said. We're only speaking our truth and how we feel. And I guess this is why it feels really cathartic. And I am really honestly operating on my morals and like how I feel about the situation in the moment. I am not attempting to exploit anything. I'm not attempting to hide anything. It is like you said, like lose, lose. Like everyone thinks there's a motive to every fucking thing. In this case, we felt so grossed out by like how invasive it was getting that we just opted out. And honestly, this has changed my whole perspective on like even being a fan of her. I feel like I've taken five extra steps back. I feel like I've, I've just stopped. I've stopped the speculation. I've stopped reading into every single word of the caption for double meanings and like trying to spot what she's actually saying. And like, well, it's also different too. I mean, I feel you, too as well with the speculating and stuff. I mean, we love a meaning. We've talked about it before. Totally. Like Tom's Diner, I think. of re- Like when she Instagrammed about that recently, I was like, oh my gosh. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we've loved these moments where she has made like really deep meanings throughout her career. But that was always professionally, like yes. in a song, in Mona Lisa, like in her lyrics, right. in her music videos. It was always artistic, like the creative aspect. Yes. And I understand at the same time, the way that someone who feels so deeply about this person feels invested in her personal narrative. I understand. Like I get why there is this feeling inherently that they want to quote, save her or free her. It doesn't feel like my journey for me. It doesn't feel like something that I am personally responsible for doing the podcast, honestly, like shined a light open my eyes about just how invested we are in her life like to the most extreme and I was like maybe it's healthy to just take a few steps back I don't know her family her life for me it's over I'm I'm not that fan and that's fine for me and I'm happy where I'm at like I'm not judging people who do that but for me that has crossed a line of being a fan of someone and something more invested that I don't want to be involved in I don't feel like I need to be given information unless somebody would like to come forward and speak about it because there's more than a few elephants in the room at this point. If Lynn has something to say about this, it would be great if she could say something, you know, because or Jamie Lynn, I mean, or Jamie Lynn, like if she would like to say something, that would be awesome. Well, that's the other thing. Sometimes I look at my phone, especially with the more recent Instagrams where she's been talking more and, you know, with the hair change, it seems like she got a little sassier. Yep. I was had my phone and I was like, what if she just hit Instagram live? Like she could do that. That's like, what's my thing. stopping. Like I always think like if she had something to say or wanted to expose something, yes. she could do it in five seconds flat. She could literally just grab her phone and do it because she has her phone. Mm-hmm. And I, at least I believe that she has her phone and that she is on Instagram. I always do think like, couldn't she just go rogue? If she had something to say, I would, I would think if so. If it was there, she would, could just say it. I, just a thought that went through my mind at one point. There, there you go. There's another perfectly reasonable theory that perhaps what we see is not exactly the truth either. It's a big thing that is happening. And it's also not unique to Brittany. 
Beyonce fought with her father. Rihanna fought with her father. Like there's that part of it too, is like, it gets messy when you're super popular and we don't know the inner workings of all those battles either. She's far from the first person who's had all of these issues come up in, to some degree. I just want her to be happy in whatever circumstance that is safest for her and happiest for her. And it's so it's like this tough tightrope to walk. I'd rather be a bystander on this than to lead a movement that I'm not even sure about. Yeah, and I don't want to weigh in on it. I just don't. It would be so much easier if we were Gaga stands, like, shaking and crying over house laboratories makeup. Oh, I was going to say, because she's not doing anything, so there's nothing to talk about. Oh but I'm just kidding. Sorry, I just need to laugh. I'm kidding. Uh, I'm kidding. We don't need more. I'm joking. Um, house Labs is getting very good reviews. It I've is. Been watching I've been my Number one bestseller reviews. on Amazon. Yeah. Um, smart for her to do that. Very smart. And Thank you, Little Monsters, for your subscribes. Uh, <laughs> just to wrap all of this up and kind of summarize our overall feelings. Um, I don't know if you agree with this, but I'm just going to say this and I feel like it covers all the bases. If the conservatorship is in her life and is positive in spite of all this concern, then I hope one day there's transparency so that her fans aren't alarmed and that there is just more knowledge about why it's gone on for so long. I hope that one day there is transparency. If the people involved in her conservatorship are not the ones who should be, but she still needs it, then I hope there's an objective third party who's working to get her a good supportive team who's in place that will help her get the help that she needs. And then finally, if she doesn't need it at all, then I hope that there are friends and family in her life who are actively working to get her out of it. But what I'm not going to do is sit here and pretend I know the scenario and that I know this person in real life, especially when it comes to her private medical history and her semi-public family drama. But I hope that in whatever scenario it is, I hope that the best outcome comes out of what it is that she needs personally. I'm kind of shook. (laughs) That was so well said. And I will say, because I've said to you privately that I have felt that your writing has gotten a lot better creatively in the past few months because you've been Thank on this you. journey. Yes, I That was been. really fucking well said. Thank I'm you. I'm like very shook and I agree 100%. I feel like that's a mature, respectful response. Thank you. That means a lot. I mean, I just feel like that's the mature way to look at this objectively from every angle and not just she needs to be free. I think there's a larger conversation to be had about what freedom means for somebody like Brittany, who, first of all, she's been working. She's never had it. She's been working since she was eight. So inherently, she does not know how to op. We've talked about this. She doesn't know how to operate in this world as a normal person. She never will because she's known her life in stardom more than she's known normal local life. Literally. (sighs) She's never had local life. Right. It's almost like dropping someone into the forest and just being like, go figure it out. That has like not had any time to like reacclimate into life. Normally she never really will or drop them in a suburb in New Jersey and have to listen to Camilla Cabello on <laughs> the radio. No, sorry. That's my version of a forest. And it's not because I don't want her to, it's like, Oh God, like that could be just a huge culture shock to her. And also then it gets back into her safety because it's like, will she allow people um, into her life that are not, at her best interest at heart. She's got a shit ton of money. I think things need to shake out internally. I just... I And I think they will. I think we'll yeah. know more in early January of next year. We're supposed to be getting those results of that third-party investigation. True. And True. 
I'm just going to try and be optimistic and hope that we get answers and that maybe someone will get access to the courtroom then and maybe there will be transparency, hopefully. Mm -hmm. And that's all we can really do. I just hope that there isn't hysteria. I mean, that is a... Well, there will be. But like, I want to just support this person. I also want to maintain that healthy distance that I think she deserves. And if that gets us dragged, then so fucking be it. I have my notifications on. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and then to kind of wrap that discussion up, I think two takeaways from all of that. Takeaways. For me. I took myself away from social. You literally left social for weeks. Yeah. Um, For me, I, you know, put my advanced notification settings on. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking a lot about it. And I told my coworkers who have absolutely no idea about any of this stuff. They know nothing about Britney. They know like, oops, I did it again. Mm -hmm. And a local, if you will, throwing (laughs) it back to the podcast, (laughs) but like kind of, um, I told him, I was like, I've been getting dragged online all day, every single day for the past four weeks, Mm -hmm. people. And I, you know, I pulled up my thing and I showed them and I scrolled down. I was like, look at this. Like, this is just nonstop. And my one coworker goes, wow, that's so cool. Mm -hmm. Just so nonchalantly. Mm -hmm. And I literally was like, what do you mean that's so cool? Are you kidding me? Like, that's not funny. Yep. And I was fuming. (laughs) And he just completely objectively from having no idea anything that was going on was like, that's kind of cool that enough people care what you think (laughs) to mention you on Twitter like that. Cause he didn't have Twitter. And I was like, Oh, and then all my other coworkers was like, that's so cool. And they all like agreed. And I kind of was like, you know what? Actually keep adding me. Yeah. Keep adding me, sweetie. (laughs) Now I kind of realized that unfortunately there are people on the internet who are just going to do that and there's nothing I can do to stop it I can't control it I can't I'm at peace with knowing that there is no solution there and it's just not going to happen and so I choose to engage with people who I find are there to have mature adults Mm -hmm. you know we're getting up there certainly are we're gonna have to start AARP me I know (laughs) we're gonna have to start sending DMs in size 72 point font (laughs) It's true. It's going to take four days to read those paragraphs of drags. (laughs) But that's so true. I mean, there's no nuance on Twitter. You cannot fit everything that we just wanted to say in a tweet. No, it can barely fit into this episode. Exactly. And we couldn't describe it in a hashtag either. So this is a complex situation that isn't just one hashtag. It's just not. It's not. I think what I took away from it is that we have a choice to engage with that or not. I engaged a few times and got burned pretty bad and and like found that that only made it harder for me. I found that clapping back did not help me. So I choose not to engage with the truly hateful shit. The really sad, I don't know if it's sad. I don't know what Swifties are listening, but I like really started looking (laughs) back. This is going on. I'm like, Oh Lord, I'm just going to, I'm, I'm going to see myself out. (laughs) I'm head out. I'm head out. I really did like revisit Taylor in 2016, 17, like reputation era. And I was like, fuck the entire world told her that she was a Nazi and told her she was a right far right emblem. And the entire world canceled her. They put snakes on her everything. And I was like, Oh, but she kept going. And unfortunately that really inspired me because I was like, I am getting one. So she started using the snakes everywhere. What are we going to, what emblem do you want for Mumu's? Oh, (laughs) 
Would you like a what belt? Everyone, Would you well, like a brooch? Do you I mean, want what did people a pin? I don't. I don't. I mean. Oh, I got called Chucky, which like, oh God, I've heard that irrelevant, so many times. fame hungry, attention hungry. I don't know. Nothing quite has a ring to it yet, but um, I'll figure out what our reclaiming will be. But uh, and I'm not saying that I'm Taylor, but I am saying that I received nearly nothing in comparison to that, and yet. I can only imagine what that's like on a far greater scale. And for things that... I mean, how do you think Jaclyn Hill feels with those <sighs> lipsticks? Slightly different. We did not put our hair, hair in anyone's <laughs> products. But... You... We're going to start selling a new bottle of fantasy. <laughs> Harry fantasy. <laughs> Ew. Everybody has one. <laughs> oh God. Everyone's going to start commenting that on your selfies Harry fantasy. You post. Oh my God. Okay, I'll take that. Oh my God. Everyone... Harry fantasy. Everyone comment Harry fantasy on Momos's... <laughs> latest instagram post which i'm sure there's like been eight today <laughs> look all i'm trying to say is that whether you I get agree with her or not like she chose not to speak out about politics and then was fucking dragged to the depths for that but then when she did start talking about it she got dragged again she got dragged again and i'm sure that's gonna happen to us in some small way oh now you want to talk about it like it's like we yeah yeah i do yeah i do and i'm here now <laughs> um and you've made it in quite a long time <laughs> I don't know. I just. <laughs> I have more of a sense of humor about it. Sorry, I'm not trying to write off your experience or please, laugh off your experience. Please just let me have my reputation. Because mo- I 100% have had my. Yours was like a reputation moment. Yeah. I can laugh about it now. I think that's kind of the takeaway I learned is like, oh, life still goes on. And it's not really reflective of real life either. That's. Well, yeah, because there's so many come people up to who are going to this and be like, I have no idea what the hell <laughs> fucking. Mumu's and right. Chucky are talking about that episode. They really went off. They really, just, they, yeah. They're like, um, I have not a damn clue what they said, but sure. I hope they talk about the bonus tracks next episode. <laughs> Literally, that's going to be the dragon. Oh yeah, it'll get. be like really. We wanted you to talk about state of grace, <laughs> not your state of disgrace. Drag state of canceled. Yeah, state of canceled. Oh my god, that should be that. Oh, could be a, that's a title that, option. Well. Put that flag down. That. Flag that. <laughs> um, yeah. But it happened. It happened. It could happen again. But I'm yeah. armed for it this time. <laughs> I'm so Cuts skinny it'll crying. just fly past me. That's true. You really are. <laughs> <laughs> I should, we should acknowledge, there were a lot of people who slid into the DMs and, and came up to us in real life and were like, hey, saw a lot of like shitty things being said about you. Like, pay no mind to that. Mm-hmm. So instead we made a two hour episode about it. But <laughs> Um, I, that, that is true. There that were really other people who, yeah. and not that that helped lifted us from out from under. Yeah, just like we have said before about our revelations about this whole thing, it's a lose lose. Oh yeah, we can say this; it'll be taken this way. You you really can't win. And so, someone did slide in my DMs and said, um, "Actually, I honestly didn't get a lot of DMs that were rude. I don't oh, know why. I mine was just did. my mentions, but um, someone said." With a conspiracy theory, you can never get the person to change their mind about the theory. They're always going to change the evidence Mm. to match whatever theory it is that they've decided is the proper one. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking about that and I was like, you know, that applies to politics too. The same way that it really applies to anyone who's, you know, like strong in their opinions. But I feel like we try to be objective and recognize when we're wrong and this and that. We try to be fair um, so when I also got that DM to whoever that was who sent that, thank you. Because that also that a was a moment tidbit. where I was like, shit, like this is so true. As Madonna said, you only see what your eyes want to see. 
Yeah, because there was tea there. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it, it's is it all <laughs> but a dream within a dream? Dun, dun, dun. That little bald-headed little fairy bitch. You know, I think that fucking fairy was in on it. Oh, she's been she's the one sending us the checks. Oh <laughs> I've got an she's offshore ha- account, and it's just like. <laughs> The hush money fund? Oh my God, she's handcuffed somewhere on someone's external hard drive. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. oh. You know. Laugh through the cancellation. <laughs> right? The, the great joy of the podcast came in us sharing stories about our experiences with Brittany, impacting our lives, growing up and coming out and all of that. And that's been, I think, as much as we're celebrating Brittany, like we're also getting to talk about how we have been shaped by her which yeah, is I mean, really she has been a thread throughout our entire lives growing up in the closet coming out going to college partying in college graduating femme fatale here in new york like we've mm-hmm, shared mm-hmm. like obviously the music's great like all of that duh i mean b- fucking buy glory on itunes right queen of pop but it's also this in real time situation where we're reflecting on our youth dare I say (laughs) our glory days radiance Mm -hmm. our radiating youth um but like really and we're going into our 30s now and at the same time the thread is still continuing literally in this year skinny as a needle and it's like us reacting in real time it's life happening it is life happening in real time because it's something that I've been connected to since I was a child like I was a yeah. kid and my own relationship to this thing this thing being the britney phenomenon is evolving this year rapidly the way that i'm interacting with her and with her fandom and all of life that, life and coming of age and radically having your own thoughts about your own career like mm-hmm. oh yeah that post by her like when was it like i feel like it was recently it's like maybe like a week or two ago where she was like, I hope you guys don't miss me. Mm -hmm. I have worked every single day. And I was like, shit, like she's probably having those same thoughts that we we all have where you're like, Oh, I thought that was a relatable ass post when she was like, I'm going through a transition. I hope you guys uh, don't forget about me. Still love you. But like, let me get the things I want. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Like, right. Like we're going through that same exact shit right now. Exactly. Stop yelling at her for B10. Just let her do her (laughs) thing. Please. For the love of God. I I just, if I had one wish for her, it was that (laughs) leave Brittany alone. But like, (laughs) actually like, and we've talked about this on the podcast for over 20 years of like, she had been working since she was eight and this is the life that she knows so like what is britney spears without her career like that's that's all she's known so like for the past five months it's almost felt like she's been rediscovering life outside of truly removed from piece of me and everything like that and like just going to the beach and just trying on her outfits and stuff like that because she's never it's never been normal for her i don't like the rumblings about b10 and people wanting music i i really i have to say i hate that like the last thing anyone should do is like tell her to go back into a studio in my opinion let her decide that she's hungry to do it again and Mm -hmm. that'll be a good album it could come this quarter it could come in 10 years i don't know but there's a a small faction people are like free her so she can finally do b10 it's like i don't think that's it i don't think that's the fucking reason that she's like not wanting to do music or wanting to i i can't stand that but like it's almost like let her have this journey right just like we all 
are, we're all going through yeah. the th- same type of transitional period, I feel like. Yeah. And I don't, <laughs> I don't appreciate people telling me what they think I should do. So I can't oh, imagine she likes it. I 100% agree with that. That yep. is one of my biggest pet peeves. Mm-hmm. What an easy, light episode that was. Wow. <laughs> we did it. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> we already canceled once i don't fucking care anymore i'm just t <laughs> i don't fucking care i feel better for having just shared our experience and our where we stand on the issue and hopefully yeah we needed a moment to collect our thoughts and we both feel yeah i mean that's really just yeah that is what it is Things are going to keep happening. There's going to be updates. As we joked about, there will be an update as soon as we we post this for sure. What do we think it's going to be? No, it was supposed to be happening at this time was once upon a one more time. Right. That would have been happening around this time. Right. The promos and the previews and the actual premiere date, I think. was. now they're waiting and seeing. Yeah. So like, that's another thing that changed this year. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we talked about that teased day. We're like, oh my God, fall. See you then. And... (laughs) Here we are, and we're like, oh, nope. The Tom's Diner remix that came out this year, I think it was the summer, was really good. That's true. Yes. Um, thank you to. Oh, it was actually Giorgio himself. Yeah, he like, leaked uh, it. I was like, who leaked it? And I was like, oh, he did himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Giorgio Moroder got bored of waiting for her to do something and pop, so he was like, eh, I'll leak my own remix. Yeah, it was so good. That's really all we've got for now. Sure is. We're seeing where. The skinny needle is going to thread oh, her God. journey through next <laughs> in our lives and in her life. Mm-hmm. We probably only know the tip of the iceberg. I'm quite sure of that. Maybe she'll break <laughs> the ice and tell us. <laughs> We're canceled again. <laughs> it's going to be something. Something's going to come. We're joking about it right now. and It's going to happen probably. No, I know. And then will. everyone's going to be like, oh my God, they really are in it. They, they lied. That. They did it. Oh God. It's going to be so bad. <laughs> Literally like. It's going to be so bad. Okay. <laughs> you know, every single time I've clicked upload on those things and like the shit hits the fan the next day, I'm like, oh my fucking God, why? <laughs> you know, we can't control that. So thanks for um, holding on for the summer. Staying cool for the summer. Yeah, or re-listening over the summer. So many people were like, oh, I just re-listened again, and this is just as good. And yeah. a lot of new messages popped in. A lot of good in. stuff happened. Yeah. That Yes. Yeah. So thank you guys. And um, I think we'll probably um, do something a little more fun and lighthearted real soon. Oh, is that so? Oh, maybe. Was that Hopefully. A, was that an announcement of an announcement? Um, Could be. We say this all the time, but... We will see you soon and we'll, you know, we'll talk more there. Let's yeah. just, let's just go with that. Vague. Yeah. Very vague, which is exactly what we hate. We've <laughs> said before, we hate when it's vague. We hate a vague teaser. <laughs> anyway, like, see you soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't you let everyone know what that is? Basically, <laughs> that video of that Tamar. Was, that, that was fighting for gay rights. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody was canceled at Stonewall. <laughs> God, that's well, I'm Ugh. so glad that we're sitting here on this beautiful October afternoon and we're laughing. Yeah, for Isn't once. That great. 
no more tears left to cry. We'd love to see it. Love to see it. (laughs) Well, some of you don't, but that's fine. (laughs) Actually, none of you see it. It's an audio recording. Yeah. (laughs) Until then. Yeah. Well, see see you soon. soon. (laughs)